For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, good evening. We are live on the Believe in Monsters podcast podcast as a part of the believe network we want to thank the believe network for putting us on each and every week we got lucas berry chris krogman and joe gaither here to talk chicago bears the chicago bears dropped a heartbreaker to the minnesota vikings this past week a game that was a lot closer than i had anticipated for uh, based off our podcast last week uh but it, all in all, the Vikings won. We're here to break down the Vikings' loss and to look ahead to play the Washington Rachel Slurs Commanders football team. It was a difficult week. That's funny. Uh, it was a difficult week for us, but there were some positive things to take away. There were some positive things to walk away from, and uh, we'll just get right into it and hopefully have some fun. Thank you all for joining us. Follow us on the Twitter machine at BIM underscore pod. Follow Lucas Barry at LBarry underscore 40. Chris Krogman at Shy Bears1985. And myself at Joe Gaither6 for all your Bears content and much, much more. Krogman, how was your week, sir? Oh, my goodness. Well, your boy got promoted at work, so that was Ooh. exciting. Um, Bears. Second half was very exciting, uh, and there were some phenomenal plays throughout the game. Uh, you're, yeah, so we'll jump, we'll we'll jump into it, I'm sure. But I had a I had a good week ish. Uh, Lucas and I are both dreadful Mets fans because we're idiots, and uh, uh, they suck. Pain. They, can, they can they can just go away, but they did. So here we are. Uh, Lucas Barry, you're looking you're looking phenomenal tonight. The backlight, the 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 way it's cascading off your ceiling, it's looking you're looking majestic, friend. How are you? I'm fantastic. I uh, don't know if I've ever felt as good about a loss as I did this week. So a lot of positives to take away. And uh, yeah, we just got to dive into it. Some of the good and bad we saw. And, uh, yeah, we got a short week game on Thursday versus the Commanders. So, uh, Joe, did you get to watch the recap, get all caught up on the game? I watched the game about an uh, hour and a half, two hours ago, thanks to uh, Lucas and his his uh, his backdoor channels. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I, I slept most of the day Sunday uh, in a little coma. Uh, obviously, I knew the score going into it. Backdoor channel is just NFL plus, my guy. All right. Well, I didn't want to like give it away that you were just, you know, hooking us up with that. I, I didn't know it's, if that was a secret or not, but now that it's, it's out it's, there. It's a podcast expense. It's a corporate account. Perfect. Thank you, Believe exactly. Network, for uh, for paying for that for us. I appreciate that. We didn't uh, say that. That's great. Uh, you can reimburse Lucas <laughs> Barry at whatever, at, at VenmoLucasBerry.com. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, one first, like back up to two seconds. Awesome to be able to watch a game in 37 minutes. And yeah, the condensed <laughs> game on there is sick. It's incredible. Um, but you know, takeaways. Uh, initially speaking, good God, the defense letting Kirk Cousins walk right down the field the first two drives, uh, giving Kirk Cousins what 16 for 16, 17 for 17 to start. Um, just soft as butter coming out. Awful, awful. Uh, Justin Jefferson with what nine, ten, ten receptions on the first two drives, just ugh, pathetic. But you got to give him a lot of credit. 
you guys were t- uh, probably going to get start get started on the second half. The comeback was was fun to watch. There was a lot of good Justin Fields tape to get into. Um, hopefully, all the Justin Fields um, chatter will slow down just a little bit. The question marks will slow down just a little bit. Obviously, you want to win the game. Uh, Dante Pettis, you're now out of the game. All right, so that's that's something we should right there. Did you actually did did like even though the Bears didn't go back on that final drive and score, I was okay with the result of that game because I feel like the Bears are in a position this year where I'm in these close games, I would almost rather see them just lose to get this draft pick as opposed to winning meaningless games at this point. Yes, it would have been awesome to see Fields lead that drive downfield. I'm somewhat relieved that it didn't happen and we didn't win another stupid game. He did though. He just they got I, that stupid penalty. I, I knew if I knew if they didn't mess it up somehow, like you knew Fields was gonna score there at the end. Like I had no doubt in my mind it was gonna happen. So Joe, kind of back to your comment about maybe the Justin Fields chatter or whatever will slow down. I think we've all had our, um, you know, concerns or, um, you know, really it comes down to hopes not being fulfilled as fast as we want them to. We're so damn impatient as human beings uh, in this day and age. We just want everything now, now, now. Uh, microwave society. <clears throat> um, so it's been five games, and you know, we cut, we're like, oh, he can't progress in this environment, he's just you know, looks terrible. And we didn't even get, and like we said it early, early that it was going to take at least six weeks for this offense to show signs of life or improvement or uh some semblance of functionality <laughs> and they're and they they're starting to so um i i was very encouraged like lucas said with uh best feeling coming off of a loss uh in a long time uh first half just was awful you know i think we joked around with gus last week about minnesota scoring 40 by themselves uh so glad that didn't happen uh it was a blowout in the making that did not materialize uh so that was that was good even though the defense really tried to give it away second half adjustments though man i mean that is the one thing another thing i'm taking away from this is that obviously we'd like to see the the defense come out more prepared um but I think Matt Eberflus has done a great job coming out in second halves this season, making adjustments and having the team ready to to kind of fight and, and adjust to what the opponent's doing. Um, I mean, last year we used to talk about Nagy's inability to adjust ever. So the fact that we are doing this on the fly at halftime and in some of these games to me is a very positive sign um, of some good coaching and and Chris. Um, you had brought it up to me before we started the podcast about how some of these national media members are starting to take notice at some of the development of some of the young guys and also just good coaching overall. I mean, do you have anything to touch on that? Um, I know we, we mentioned the Baldy video. Uh, who else Who else did we say gave a shout to the coaching? Dilfer was Dilfer. Uh, very impressed with – Dilfer referenced – his time in Tampa under Dungy and kind of just the vibe and sense he got of what they were building. And he actually said the bears surprisingly enough are much better than the bucks of the mid nineties that went on to be pretty good, you know, a, a couple of years later, um, you know, winning that super bowl, what late nineties, early, yeah, late nineties uh, against the Raiders. So, you're, it's encouraging to hear that from Dilfer. Uh, you know, I did see one 
uh, wet blanket on the whole Dilfer video. If you haven't had a chance to watch the Trent Dilfer video, uh, he talks to 670, the score Spiegel and Parkins every week after the Bears games to basically break down fields. Uh, but he also talks about the Bears was was very positive about Eberflus, about Getze, about you know doing what they can with what they have. The offensive line is 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 a hodgepodge of garbage. Um, Musty and and Patrick disappointing. This the biggest disappointment is Patrick. You know you signed him to kind of be. Uh, I mean, fucking, we want James Daniels back. I think um, if we if we can do that, still that would be nice. Like call Pittsburgh and just trade him straight up or something. I don't think they'll do it. Anyway, um, but he had a lot of positive things to say about the culture and how hard the Bears are playing and how together they're playing uh, as a unit. And once they get the talent, then they can be very successful. He said, now, obviously, you have to go out and draft Warren Sapp, a, a Derek Brooks, develop a John Lynch, those type of things. Um, but he was very encouraged about the culture and what they're doing in Chicago. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not at all concerned about the coaching staff. Joe, what do you well, think? Joe, Joe, what do you make of the chatter on, on Twitter that, some people may have preferred another one of these coaches in this coaching class to uh, our Matt Eberflus. The only coach that, what, five weeks in, that looks like, oh, he might have been a better choice, might have. And, and you never know how things, how things work out with personalities and, per, and personnel. But it seems like Brian Dayball was a pretty good hire. It seems like he's got a pretty good uh, – a uh, pretty good mind for offense and a pretty good culture that he's established. Cause I think the giants suck. I think the giants are not good uh, as far as, tra- and, and we gave one away uh, two, two weeks ago uh, to the giants. I, that one really pissed. That one really irritated me bad. Um, but I, but I think that he's got a real creative mind and he's putting Daniel Jones in easy situations and he's usually utilized and, and they're playing really good defense. They're playing a really good defense. Uh, uh, so maybe that might be the only one. Joe, Joe, that was exactly my point when I was talking to Chris before the, the podcast was that I don't really think their offense is doing anything special. I mean, they're basically running read option with Daniel Jones. Yes. I, you could have coached him to do that. Um, I think Wink Martindale is making the biggest difference there. I think that defense is much better than people think. And, I mean, we'll see. We're five games into it. but I mean, the, the, the only real big shocker to me is beating Green Bay in Lambeau, right? No, that, that was in London. London. What? Okay, fine. In so London. That's, so that, that's, a, that's a wild card I, in and of itself. Yes, yes, yes. So, so they beat the Panthers by three. Whoopity-doo. Uh, right. Cowboys basically dog walked them. Um, outside of the Saquon long run, they 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 molly whopped him. Uh, the the Bears, I mean, look, they beat us with some really bad play by the defense, having Daniel Jones run all over us. And credit to Daniel Jones, credit to Brian Dayball for running those things. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, what I said to Lucas is that they're making chicken salad with chicken shit, essentially. Um, yes before with with what they have they're doing the best that they have no wide receivers uh they have a very talented running back and they have a, a quarterback that can run the ball and they and like you said they are playing good defense with with martindale uh who's, who's a good defensive coordinator um i don't know if you caught the the dallas the dallas monday night game at all but i was watching the manning cast and man, those guys are fun to watch. They, they they will teach you so much about football. And Peyton was just talking about how he hated going up against Martindale. And, and as soon as he was out of the division, uh, I think it was when he was in the AFC West, it was it was just he was so much happier to not have to face him twice a year or whatever it was. So, uh, yeah, kudos to the Giants. And, and you're right, Joe. What do you think about Luke's best friend, Doug Peterson, out there in Jacksonville? That's been another one, and I think he's obviously doing well. Uh, they're they're playing above their heads as well. I I, I don't know. I I, <laughs> I I I don't know if their culture is long term. Uh, but I mean, obviously, it's five weeks into everything. Uh, 
I'm happy with who we have. I, 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 my, my cousin, who's a big Packers fan, has been, oh, I told you, you should have hired an offensive guy for Fields. Oh, you should have hired an offensive guy for – well, and he's all been, Luke Getze, he sucked with the Packers. He's going to suck with y'all, da, 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 you know. And so he's kind of put me in this position to consider a lot of this stuff, consider, oh, should we have hired Peterson? Should we have hired Dayball? Those are two good options. but. I, I don't know. I think col- I, I think culturally, Eberflus fits fits the Chicago Bears franchise. Um, I don't mind having Getzi. I think Getzi. You know, you you pick Getzi out of the system that has been started to spread through the NFL. Um, you, you pick Getzi out of the Shanahan, out of the out of the Lafleur uh, system, and, and, and you see that it's working with with the Dolphins with Mike McDaniel's. You see, it's working. It's worked like in, in pretty much every place that it's been. The Titans are successful. Uh, they were successful with it. Um, so I, I, I think that I'm happy with where we are. Uh, I think people who are saying we should have hired this coach over that coach are probably ha- had higher expectations for the Bears than 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 uh, than the three of us. Probably expecting us to be more competitive than the three of us. And that, and that, the funny thing, and I think we got caught up in this as well, is you know you, you see flashes and you see that Niners game got a lot of people's hopes up. I think, um, and the same guys that are all upset, they, you know, number one, people want to be right, you know, so they come out, they they pick their horse, they want to be right, um, you know, we 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 all do it, uh, but to like dwell in this space it's just me- honestly it's mentally unhealthy you're not going to get brian dayball you're not you're not hiring joe Schoen or whatever that guy's name is you have Eberflus and getsy they're working with a, sh- a roster that's in a big turnover portion you know there's no- there's lots and lots of new people uh we'll see what polls can do i think you know you you got to have a sense that polls is going to do a lot with this roster, just based on the post cuts acquisitions that he made. Uh, It makes me feel like he's going to continue to just turn this roster until he gets as much talent on here as, as he, as he can. But I, I like what we have. Uh, Dilfer also mentioned, you know, I think Spiegel, uh, or Parkins asked him <clears throat> what it was like developing under a defensive-minded coach in Tampa, and he said it was great. Said it was great. Said it, it gave him a lot of perspective from from the other side of the football. And yeah, he said he might have been the worst player in football, like ninety-five, ninety-six, and then he finally turned it around, like ninety-seven. So we'll. Uh, We'll see how Fields does, but I think um, you hit on a lot of it with with people wanting to be miserable, and you know, you you, you oh, we, we should have gotten we should have gotten Dable, we should have gotten Peterson. Mo, oh, let's go hire Urban Meyer, like what? Whoever you say, like you're not gonna get, and well, you're, you're locked in with the Eberflus. And I'm joking about Meyer, but you're, but like you're locked in with the Flus guy for at least this year and two more. Period. Based off what we've seen. With, with, with the Bears' ownership, and I think that with the flexibility that we that we have in the offseason, as you just hit, Chris, that 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 what we're looking at right now is just bare bones of what it will be in twelve months. Well, just touching on this coaching situation too, I think a lot of the um, a lot of the anger comes from the unorganization of the offense the first few weeks, but I think. I honestly think Luke Getzey's doing a much better job than people are seeing. Um, you know, box score watchers are saying, oh, the Bears are scoring whatever, 15, 16 points a game. I think for what he's given and what he's working with, I'm seeing changes every week. I'm seeing different things. I, You know, it's like, I think Luke Getzey's doing a good job, and I do think Eberflus is kind of holding him back. Um, you know, in that Vikings game, I kind of noticed that as soon as the Bears got more aggressive and they went for the onside kick and they went for the two, at that point, you know, it seemed like Getzi's play calling also opened up. So not to go all tinfoil hat, but I definitely think Eberflus is 
trying to control the game flow of running the ball and playing keep away. But you saw immediately when they got more aggressive trying to get the ball back uh, on the onside kick and going for two, you also saw Getsy start taking more shots downfield and, and bigger plays and fields was awesome. So I think if, uh, you know, hopefully Eberflus kind of lets, lets Getsy and fields turn it loose a little bit more, um, gives them a little more leeway in, in what they can call. So, uh, I don't know, Chris, what do you think of that? Do I sound like a conspiracy theorist or do you think Getsy's doing better? And do you think Eberflus was kind of reining him in a little bit? Um, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's legs there with Eberflus wanting to be conservative, how much he was holding Getsy back. We won't know. It did look like they allowed a little bit more leeway this week, but maybe that's just the progression that they planned on all along. You know, yeah. we have no idea what the plan of development for, for the offense as a whole was for fields in general like we've seen well david montgomery got hurt but we saw him get used a little bit different in this game with the passing game uh we saw cole Komet much more involved in the last two weeks which we pretty much didn't see in the first couple of weeks um I think ESB is starting to contribute more in the passing game, not just being a good uh, blocking wide receiver. So I think it's going to be, number one, a game-to-game situation on how they decide to call plays. And number two, just a progression of overall of the offense and building their foundational pieces and, and growing off of that. <clears throat> so, you know, let's talk about, like, this game specifically – the the you know players and plays that I liked, or, or I'll just be overall feel. Number one, obviously Justin Fields was looked much more comfortable than he's ever looked as a Bears in quarterback the in the he pocket. Uh, he, he he like his his quote after the game was very on point, saying, you know more or less he has to play within his own rhythm whether when you see these big defensive linemen coming flying at you not having like hitting the panic button uh but also not um uh, going too slow so i think that's something dilfer said as well was like being able to play fast but not quick or like make quick decisions but not rush it it was like something around those lines for the quote. Um, but he looks so comfortable and so much in command as a field general. And as you can see, he can be the best player on the field. It helped his any running given too. Sunday. And his running was, it was great. He made some really smart decisions. That fourth down play was fantastic. Uh, the touchdown run that got pulled, called back was was incredible uh but david montgomery and Dar- darnell mooney were 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 great um my man one of my favorite plays i think i told Luke was uh the the throw into the blitz in the second half where the the vikings were coming at fields full-fledged and he got rid of it instantly you know pretty much as soon as it hit his hands he's throwing it over the middle com- to commit um what were some of your guys's takeaways from the offense yeah, I mean, yes. Fields, has to, Fields has to be the big one. Um, you know, obviously the first half, he was he was all right. I mean, it wasn't bad, but he definitely wasn't the start the Bears wanted. And, and then the second half when they really started, you know, letting him throw some deeper balls. Um, man, I, what did he, what, he only missed one pass, I think, in the, in the second half, something like that. Sometimes. Um, yeah, he, he just looked really good, really collected in the pocket. Um, and now this is two weeks in a row where he's had two pretty solid weeks. You know, the stats may or may not say it, but, um, you know, we got to stack those good weeks. And I think if if Fields develops kind of at the rate he's at right now, there should be no question in these guys' mind that he is the guy and they need to just get him help with whatever they have next year. Um, to me, that's already been obvious, but it's nice to see it all come into fruition. And I think national people are also going to start seeing that soon. 
Um, some other takeaways. I thought Kyler Gordon had a, a pretty solid game this week. I think he played pretty well. Um, I think he had 10 tackles or something. He honestly reminds me of – I feel like Kyle Fuller was very similar when he came into the league. He got beat deep a decent amount. I don't know if it was this bad, but he definitely got beat a lot. Um, but he was always a good tackler, super athletic. So corner takes a while to get used to. So it was nice to see Gordon have a good game. Vildor, I mean, he's it's funny been... you say that. I think Vildor is my is my Fuller comp. He probably doesn't tackle as well as Fuller did, but he he plays better in that cover two zone forward facing role. We saw it in that with that second half pick uh, interception. Um, <clears throat> read that play f- perfectly uh, to you know drop into that cover two hole read the crosser coming over and then just jump in front of the receiver. And it was so, it was so great because there was a penalty the play before that I was just pissed and yelling at the TV about, and I'm like, we deserve a fucking turnover right here. And it it just happens. It's like, that's the kind of like, you know, the good, the good vibes that can happen with the bears. So um, that was, that was really fun to see. I agree on on Gordon though because he had a, he had a much better game. And then it, my other two takeaways are obviously well not probably should be obviously Roquan uh, getting juked out of his shoes just looks kind of lost in the sauce. I know people are saying, uh, "Oh my God, you know you got to uh, you got to get him defensive line help up front to eat blocks." But I mean, it's kind of the middle linebacker's job to be able to shed blocks, stuff the run, and go sideline to sideline. I've seen Roquan do it before, so. Uh, just you can't get blocked by KJ Osborne, dude. Man, but, well, it's not even that, too. It's just like he's getting juked out of his shoes by Jalen Rieger in the open field. Like, all right, man, it's really looking like Paul's probably made the right decision here because he's just not on guys like Fred Warner's level. You know, I used to defend him. I think he's a solid player, but he's not an all-pro player. Um, yeah, we can take off on that. And then David Montgomery's my other guy. Uh, you know, I hate. I hate giving running backs second contracts, but considering how good of a blocker he is and just how many different things he can do for the Bears, I think you got to bring him back eventually. And just every week, he uh, never ceases to amaze me. I mean, that screen pass in the fourth quarter was one of the better plays I've ever seen. It was like, what, second and 20? They just dumped it off to him, and absolutely nobody wanted any business of tackling him in the open field. Yeah, I mean, he had two second and 20 screens, whether it was that first play of the game, they they only had 10 guys on the field, so they get a, a, a first down five-yard penalty or 10-yard penalty or whatever it was, and then he gets that screen out in the flat, the bubble screen, and he just takes it uh, up the sideline and gets a first down, and then yeah, Lucas, that one in the in this in the fourth was was fantastic. He looks he's so good in the open field. I mean, we've been calling for this kind of usage out of him for for a run, while. Run through the pass game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Joe, what uh any any players or plays you want to touch on? I mean, we didn't touch on the Mooney catch. This is probably one of the best Bears catch I've, uh, catches I've ever seen in my lifetime. That was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, Odell Beckham esque, or you know, the the you know everybody wants Pickett or Pickett. I can't even remember which one is which now because of the fucking Steelers with Pickett and Pickens. So I don't know which whatever the receiver's name is. His Pickens. Pickens, his catch in the first what three games or whatever that uh, yeah Mooney's was better. He's smaller. Um, I, you know, y'all hit on a lot. I feel like the defense, I feel like the defense was missing a lot of tackles uh, in, in both halves. The second half also, when, when, when the last, um, their, their touchdown drive where they went for two to, to go up, to go up seven, their, their, their uh, touchdown drive that their only touchdown drive in the second half. I felt like, you know, the offense battled back, and as soon as the offense battled back, the defense let another drive go by. And your point to Roquan, Luke, is exactly right. I saw uh, there was a screen pass to Dalvin on that drive, and he just 
you know, got either got chewed or tried to tackle him too high. I, I just don't know um, if he's playing with the appropriate pad level. Um, so, so uh, the defense really concerns me going forward. Um, obviously, uh, I was on the Dante Pettis tra hype train in the in the preseason. Um, after the last two weeks, he can go ahead and fuck off. Um, you know, you drop a pass last week against the Giants that would have really kept things going. Would have would have maybe built some momentum on offense. And then th this week, two obvious, two big drops. Uh, but yeah, your Mooney catch is amazing. Your Mooney catch was was otherworldly. The the, uh, the first Bears catch that comes to mind, uh, maybe on similar levels, not one-handed, but Alshon Jeffrey in the corner of uh, the end zone was that against Philadelphia? I feel like, um, or he's you know falling away, uh, making a catch. I, I don't know what year that was, but uh, Alshon comes to mind. Mm. Um, that's that's you know we you touched uh, y'all hit on Montgomery. I feel like the line really was average at best, not not exceptional, not exceptional, not 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 terrible. Um, but I thought but, that, in my opinion, I think Fields rethinking about that game i think fields really helped the line look better than they were but they weren't good they're still getting beat a lot fields was just moving around in the pocket a lot better and being superman on on a few plays which otherwise would have been sacks so i think the line still played pretty poorly in my opinion yeah i agree um I don't well, want to it's nothing getting, new. It's, it's nothing new. I mean, it's nothing new. I don't want to get start getting into, you know, what to do. Like I think this year, oh, is, no. is, it, it is what it is. Is evaluation um, and and hopefully growth uh, for that for that offensive line or for uh, <clears throat> for this team. So, you know, some of the like so Joe, you touched on defense. I think Travis Gibson had an okay game. Uh, I thought, you know, Robinson showed some more promise. Uh, the, you know, Armani, I was telling Lucas before we got going, the Armani Watson, uh, Justin Jones are great, like, rotational guys. If those guys were second string guys instead of Mike Pennell and Angela Blackson, those guys are freaking terrible especially Pennell. that guy's awful i watch him get blocked down way too much um they'd have they, you know they're, they're solid they're solid players but uh yeah we're not seeing robert quinn really get to the quarterback very much he's been bad this year man <laughs> um jaylen jones man for being an undrafted rookie has made some plays whether it be on defense or on special teams you know another caused fumble on a punt uh he's a he's a he could be a player uh down the line so that was a nice that was a nice addition um and then J i think josh blackwell uh has made some good special teams play he's telling lucas the the punt that went off the back of his head and almost got down at the one yard line was was, a, was a, almost a phenomenal play by him uh just to get his his awareness back after he gets hit in the head with the ball but uh overall defense was not was not impressive no but again they're playing with with mediocre talent uh including Foquan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's dive into this Commanders game. I mean, we got Thursday night. All right, it's a short week. We're going back to Chicago. Armed um, uniforms. We got the the highlighters as Roquan. I love them. I love them. Joe, you're wearing the shirt. That I just don't like, looks the, like I, that. I don't like the helmet. That's what does it for me. If it was a matte finish, would you like it better? Yeah, I would like it to be navy, though, and I think they should wear navy pants with it. A navy helmet? Yeah, navy like the regular navy helmet, like a maybe a matte navy though, with the orange jersey and then blue pants. I just what about like if it was a blue C instead of a, a white C? I thought the C is 
The it's sea's like, white. Yeah, yeah, it's white with like a white outline too. I just don't. I, I just blue. don't like the. It's I don't dark, like. It's dark blue with a white outline. Yeah, I don't like the orange helmet. That's just. I don't know. That's just my personal preference. It, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Are they the gonna day. win? That's what matters. Yes. The commanders suck. Another game against well, the right. NFC least. Well, this is this is my thing. I think the commanders are not very good, but they also don't match up well with the Bears at all. No. Like the Bears like the Giants, they had at least they had Saquon who tore us to shreds. I'm not afraid of Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. Are we really going to let a guy who got shot seven weeks ago run all over us, Roquan Smith? My wife said she would target his legs. I was like, damn, dude, that is ruthless. But, yeah, let's, let's go for it. Shoot, hit him in the leg. That's your Bama boy, Joe, isn't it? Yeah, he's actually from Tuscaloosa, too. So like, he's Oh, no shit. Born and raised. Hillcrest High School right down the road. Um, and, and, and he's all heart. All heart and soul, but man, you cannot let a guy. I mean, I guess he's not going to be playing if he's not if he's not fully healthy, and he played this past week. But like, the Commanders are terrible. Carson Wentz, you got what Curtis Samuel. They they, they don't have. I mean, Scary Terry, Luke, and I. You know, we we, we like we like Scary Terry. Their receiving core is not bad. Not they have bad. Terry, not great. Samuel Dotson. Yeah, I mean. They'll, they'll air it out though. That's that's their bread and butter. There's no there's no Justin Jefferson to have ten receptions through through two drives. Yeah, I don't know. If we, if I, we I don't win this game, I'll be real upset, to be honest. Yeah, how how you feeling going into this, Chris? I I feel good, but I also felt good against the Giants. Uh, but like you said, they don't have a Saquon to uh, exploit us. Um, and Carson Wentz has no pocket presence. Unfortunately, we Dude, don't have the is. best pass rush right now unless they play. Like I was saying, <clears throat> what, two, three weeks ago, I didn't understand the snap counts with – Mohammed getting so much run and Gibson and Robinson not getting enough. And we've seen an increase in in Robinson and Gibson, and we're seeing more pressures from those two. So I would like to see Gibson, Robinson, Watts, and Jones as a front four combination at some point <clears throat> or get a, get a good amount of uh, playing time together. Cause I think those four could create some pressure. Uh, and then, you know, blitz Roquan a little bit more, dude. I mean, he can't protect himself against the run. So just shoot him through a gap and hope he makes a play. Uh, yeah. And they, yeah, I they think got, I, they got to send some heat this week. I mean, man, up Carson's due for like a big three turnover game. I mean, he, he's like, He's like a Walmart Kirk Cousins almost. He'll always make the back-breaking mistake. He'll get sacked a ton. He's just careless with the football. But then he does have those games where he just looks like he should be an MVP or something. But those are few and far between anymore. The, um, if that if this game against the Vikings was <clears throat> a nighttime game, we would have won that game because Cousins would have completely folded and Justin shines under the lights. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the Bears' wave of momentum, the kind of the way they stormed back in that second half versus how the Commanders lost last week, and then you go in a short week with minimal practice. The Bears are coming back home. I'm sure they'll have a decent crowd there. Um, you know, and the Commanders have to travel, and they're banged up. I just, I don't know. I think this this should be like the Eberflus bread and butter of having the team ready to play on a short week, like being prepared. Um, you know, I actually think I will probably give the Bears the coaching advantage this week, and that's why I feel so strongly about them winning this game. Yeah, Rivera's not uh, – he doesn't scare me at all. Rivera's not – he's a joke. I think they're on the verge of, uh, you know, some 
a massive divide happening there, especially with Rivera's latest comments. Uh, Wentz is uh, known to be a fairly soft, uh, yeah, easily, easily. What did he say? What did he? What did he say? I missed it. They they asked Ron Rivera what the difference between the Commanders were and the other NFC East teams, and his response was literally just the quarterback. He said quarterback player. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Rush over, over. To be honest with you, I think what he actually meant was like that they have, the guys have been in those systems longer or something, but I guess it doesn't even really make sense because Daniel Jones and Dayball is a new pairing. So I don't know. Who's the, who's the, who's the Manders offensive coordinator? Scott Turner, I believe. He, I mean, he looked, he had that offense cooking versus the Jags. He had some really cool designs drawn up. Yeah, but, but they also, he once hit some dimes, dude, because like the Jags I mean, were, the Jags were playing tight. And he, and like, he hasn't looked like that since, really, right? Right. Yeah, he hasn't. <clears throat> I mean, last week he had a good statistical game. He had 359 yards. Like, like I said, he'll fucking sling it sometimes when he has to but i think i don't know the bears match up well i think the bears secondary is is good enough to kind of slow down a pass especially when they don't have a running back that scares you that much is Jalen back this week Jalen johnson yeah he's practiced both days in full so the bears injury report is pretty thin and the uh, command yeah the commanders have a lot of people in theirs including wentz what about is logan thomas playing for them uh, he's he was on the injury list. Okay. Um, Chase Young isn't back yet. Do we know if Nikhil Harry is going to make his debut this week? Luke Getzey said he's a long ways away, or he's got a, a long way to go, or something like that. So I don't think so. In terms of health, or in terms of understanding a playbook, I, it was kind of vague. Dude, they asked him like, "They're like, oh, he's practicing, but he still has a ways to go, or something like that." Speaking of guys that came back from injury, how about that Bayless Jones touchdown, boys? Unlocking the <laughs> offense. Catches yeah. his first touchdown of his career. Wow. Unlocking the offense. Dude, Jalen Rager scored the same type of touchdown. Yeah, I'm not giving him that much credit. Bayless Jones is more touchdowns than George Pickens. <laughs> Bayless Jones had to actually work for his touchdown. Freaking. Rager's was wide open. Like they had a gaping hole. And it was from like a half yard away. Well, so was Jones. R- R- rumor has yeah, it. Jones was like five or six, right? I don't think so. R- rumor has it Roquan's ankles are still at the two yard line. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they brought the answer in to play. <laughs> oh man, that was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I just maybe um maybe I'm just riding the wave. But as soon as this line came out for this game, I think I was watching Sunday Night Football. I saw the line; it was Commanders favored by one point. I made one of my larger bets on Bears money line immediately. I just have such a good feeling about this game. Probably just jinxed myself there, but I I don't know. Did you put more or less than you did on the Gators? Less. Mm. He's not that confident, Lucas. Or Joe. Lucas yeah, isn't that, that confident. That Gators was a was a hundred percent bomb. Well yeah, you were a hundred percent bombed when you made the bet. Yeah, yeah. The the ten and a half that he was telling, t- talking yeah. trying to talk us into. I'm glad I'm glad it worked out. Back Me door. It was close to not working out. Got got a got a little Riley Reed coverage. That, that's why you don't have that's why you don't watch college <laughs> games, man. You just look at the final score because that shit happens all the time, I feel like. Yes. Dude. It's crazy. Dude. You're not wrong, man. They come storming back, it's and it's out of control. But so I mean, should be the bear, the bear, even, or the Bears did it. Even. Like I wonder what the Bears What'd you say, Joe? The line is currently even spread. Excuse me. Yeah, I checked this. When I checked earlier, it was one and a half bears, so it moved two and a half points. Mm-hmm. 
on FanDuel. FanDuel. I wonder what the Bears, what the most points the Bears were getting when it was 21 to 3. That's interesting. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Because they, like, we, we should probably bet them more in the second half because they, or bet them more at halftime because they're a second half team. That's, so that's the first touchdown they've given up in the second half this year, then, right? And they really, I mean, they really made him earn it. Yeah, it was a, like a 17 play, 95 yard drive or some shit. I mean, it, I mean was, it was, it was brutal to watch. I kind of felt like the Vikings were definitely going to score on that drive, but um, yeah, I mean, they, they didn't give it to him easily. So at least, you know, they put up a fight with it. You got to pressure cousins. I mean, that's the thing. The Bears have nobody on their, on their line who can generate a ton of pressure. I mean, Quinn has been, basically non-existent and i feel like they just don't give gibson enough snaps as you alluded to chris so tank for top two pick and take will anderson i don't jalen carter i don't think they're going to get a top i don't think they're going to get a top five pick i don't either i I think they'll be i think they'll probably be in that 10 10 to 11 range again like they picked last time when they got fields well i guess they traded up for that but i think that's where their pick will land yeah, I think uh, somebody was breaking it down. Like, if they're if they're like a six to eight win team, they'll pick anywhere from like historically like nine to fifteen or something like that. I would say the good thing about just at least my overall, you know, what little I know about the draft class next year. I think if the Bears are looking receiver. I don't think there's too many guys who are like like a Jamar Chase in this class, like a top five lock or anything like that. I think a lot of those receivers going to be mid first round guys, so it kind of bodes well for the Bears in that is area. There, is there an Anthony Munoz in this draft or a Joe Thomas? There's two really solid tackles. Um, interior line, I honestly don't I haven't looked too deep into. I mean. I say this all the time. My, my, I like to trade back. I mean, I would like to get more picks. I mean, we're still a couple of years away. Uh, I wouldn't want to like necessarily move back and get a first rounder next year. But if there's a team with two first rounders this year that wants to move up, I'd definitely be interested in that. Um, you know, or acquiring just a lot of draft capital. I think polls can do a lot with a lot of picks. So. We'll see what happens there, but it's we're still a ways away from all of that. Trade up yeah, the number one pick and then start trading back, trading back. Trading mm-hmm. back. Yeah, like the simulator. That, absolutely. Uh, it works. It works in Madden. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the uh, – I don't know. I just have a great feeling about this game versus the Commanders. I think this is – like I said, I just hope the Bears kind of ride the momentum wave they had in the second half of that Vikings game. Just take a t- take that those plays that were working the field and just keep them cranking. I mean, no need to do this. Establish the run and you know play to punt nonsense. Just go full throttle and just throw on them early and often. If well, you had to guess how many yards per game the Bears are averaging passing so far, what's your guess? One hundred and sixty. <laughs> is it lower yes 135 yes. that's because he threw for 200 game 200 yards this game well if i told you that the bears have scored more points than the la rams this year would you believe me well i guess i probably i guess since you're asking I mean, I would, the way I would, the way you're asking it i'm gonna have to now <laughs> but i wouldn't well, on the surface well there's your answer passing yards on everything buckeye Buckeye, Buckeye, Buckeye. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? Is this is this a Fields explosion game? Is this going to be like the Steelers game he had? It's going to be the first game he throws for three hundred yards in his career. The NFL. No. Yeah, I don't think they'll give him enough pass attempts to do that. There's not enough weapons. There's not enough. I mean, not with Dante Pettis running through the secondary. Not with Dante Pettis and goddamn Cole Komet running through the secondary. Looked fine in the second half, man. If he had more opportunities, he would have done it last week, too. 
Yes. I just wanted to throw Kolkomet in there and see if Krogman would even look up. What, what do you think, Krogman? How many yards is Field throwing for versus defense? You're uh, you're fucking tripping, Joe, because you know he's the shit. Two no, he's, he's very he's very competent. Dude, that was like that was another one, dude. Both Dilfer and fucking uh, Baldy had nice things to say about Komet. So you keep your little mouth shut, Joe Gaither. Two sixty eight for Fields. I would take that. What's the what's your you got a prop bet on that, Lucas? What you got? Look that up while I look uh, up something else. All right. So Washington is currently giving up 235 yards a game. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Took, last game was good. Ton. No, last game they only gave up 136, so that's probably playing into a big part of it, but they, they probably had, gave up the sh- a short field a lot of the time, and that's why. Uh, Chicago okay. is only giving up 197 yards. Yeah, Washington is also, uh, I think, seventh in sacks this year, so they're they're not terrible at getting to the QB. Yeah, but see, they give up 25.6 points per game. Um, They give up over 100 rush yards per game. They give up 200. Wait. Where are you getting your numbers from, Chris? I'm looking at this, and this says they're giving up 235 passing and 110 rushing. Were you just talking about passing? Yeah, it's talking about 110 passing and 255. No, I said said passing. Oh, I thought you meant total. Yeah, total, I'm seeing 345. No, yeah, 345.6. No, passing, passing yards a game, passing yards per... Yeah, 25.6 points per game. They're 25th in the league. Uh, Middle of the pack, 345. Um, I feel like they're an average to bad defense. Probably about an average defense, but I think they can be got. They give up a lot of completions. They're fifth in... their fifth in completion percentage against, which is not good. They are eighth in sacks sack percentage. They're twenty fifth in sacks against, so they they give up a sack on eight point seven percent of dropbacks. They are thirty first in turnover margin per game. That is terrible. Twenty second in takeaways. 32nd in takeaways. Or 22nd in giveaways. Sorry. They suck. If we lose this game, then we really suck. I agree. I agree. If we lose this game, we suck. Um, I'm going to go bet my house on this. Don't do that. Don't do that. that. So my kids can go to college. Don't do that. (coughs) Joe, I'm I'm not that kind of gambler. I don't do that. Just when, no the, when you think you got a sure thing, uh, yeah, there's no boy. such thing as a no such thing as a lock. Uh, did Lucas? Did we lose Lucas? Or is he looking up that? Uh, oh, he's, he's he's getting naked, and so he turned his camera off. Oh yeah, Luke, you know we don't mind. Yeah, we don't mind, Lucas. It's okay. <laughs> he's still in studio. He didn't leave. I don't know where this dude went. I'm looking at the prop, man. I can't find it. I don't think they have it up yet. Oh. Looking at the prop, man. Uh, where'd you check on, Fandle? Yeah. No yeah sometimes yet. I don't post. I mean, I'm surprised, though, dude. It's Tuesday for a Thursday night game. That's kind of shocking. Uh, they yeah, probably they have- want to see the inactives and stuff tomorrow, see practices. They have them up on, on DK, so it's 175 for Fields. Is that uh, it? Yeah. It doesn't, they don't have one for Wentz. Lock. They have... I'll create my own for Wentz. Two, so they have 239. Like, 
So they have like 199 and a half at, at minus 220. So your 110 line is probably going to be what, like 230? Yeah, 239 is what I said it would be. Um, pass plus rush yards. Justin Fields over 221. So they're giving him 50 yards in rushing on wow. that. Because his over under is 175 for passing. Cash. Fucking crazy, dude. Cash, 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 money. Do, do you not All think right. so? Well, right, I, right now, I don't disagree. Right now, right now, the Bears are at minus one. Um, let's get. Any any concluding thoughts on this game? Wild, all right. Oof. You guys got you guys got to give me a wild prediction for the game. One wild prediction, and then who you think will win? So we're doing like like bold predictions, like Hogan Johns. Uh, so, oh, let me check something real quick. Go ahead, Joe, with yours. I'm gonna check. Um, um, I got two that stuck out of my head. And so, like, the first two things that stuck out of my head when you said that, Luke, was number one, Fields will have two rushing touchdowns over over 20 yards each. Jeez. Wow. Talk about bold. Yeah. My other one was was Fields will have a touchdown pass, at least one touchdown pass, uh, 40 yards or more. Um, so mine is going to be two touchdowns for Montgomery. Oh, Monty. He's the man. Joe, what what was your second prediction? That was crazy. Second one was Fields will have at least one touchdown pass of over 40 yards, 40 yards or more. Actually, two touchdowns for Monty is not that bold. I was going to say... Monty or uh, uh, Mooney gets his first touchdown. That's kind of what I was going to say. I was going to say Mooney or Komet get their first touchdown. Like the calling a Cole Komet touchdown though is like seeing a unicorn, dude. The guy scored like one NFL touchdown in his life. <laughs> he <light>. sucks. <laughs> like who's the last? Unicorn. Who's the last good That's Bama funny. tight end that came out? Oh my OJ god, Howard. Uh, Noah, Ozzie Newsome. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. Watch Michael My- watch Michael Mayer be a top five pick. Michael Myers. Um, it's, it's all right. But that's what I was thinking, Krogman, with my with my second one, the long touchdown pass. I bet you Mooney gets one, gets that forty five yarder right 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 there to play action pass shot. So if this wasn't a Thursday game, like okay, so what I was gonna say before we started talking all this betting stuff. Lucas, you talked about this a little bit earlier. I think this really does shine a light on how Eberflus is as a coach. How's he going to get these guys ready on a short week against an opponent that it's very beatable uh, at home? You know, how, how, how well does he get this team prepared? I'm, I'm really interested to see stuff like this on a short week, and then I really want to see what happens coming out of the bye week. And I don't know who they play coming out of the bye week, but... Uh, if it's a winnable game and they don't and they don't look prepared, that's annoying. Um, which I don't think we're gonna run into like we did with Nagy for for four years. Well, even or even after this week will be interesting. So I mean, they come back on Monday night versus New England. I mean, he's gonna have a whole lot of time to prepare for that team, who also should be beatable, but not like this. I mean, the Patriots are are solid, but I think the Bears could beat them. But I think it'll be interesting to see how they go. Like you said, from last week to this week, and then this week to next week, with the extra I mean, time to prep. How many times is extra time to prep with Nagy? Death. What'd you say, Chris? They just beat the snot out of Detroit in in uh, in Boston. So. The Lions suck. Bailey. Yeah, yeah, they do. I've been saying it all year, Chris. Dude, but you haven't. You've said their defense sucks, and they didn't score a point, dude. Their offense is is number one scoring offense it's in football. Terrible. And if that's not sustainable, then they're even worse than the one okay. win they have. Okay. They suck. Dan Campbell is the worst coach in the league now. Yes. Now that Blockhead got fired. 
Hey guys, we gotta, we gotta. <laughs> Just, he goes for it. He goes for it on fourth down, and he'll be on his own twenty. He'll be like fourth and twenty. Like, yeah, we're gonna run the football. <laughs> we just gotta do the little things right. We're gonna drag him into deep water. And then, and then, water. then he'll start. Then he'll start crying in the press conference. I would go out to war with my guys. I just got beat twenty nine to zero by Bailey Zappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a clown. Okay, so this he's is a Bears podcast. Let's, cir- let's circle back. So, Lucas, the over-under <laughs> is 37 and a half. I, you didn't even give me a chance to do my prediction, dude. Well, you started talking about the f- fucking prep for the Patriots game. You're two weeks ahead of me. I'm going to the game, man. I'm excited, all right? Um, well, then don't my prediction is that Robert Quinn will have two two or more sacks this game. He is going to beat Charles Leno like a drum. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Uh, Do you think Mrs. Leno will uh, be on Twitter for that? Uh, No. Yeah, she'll probably be trash talking or something. She'll probably be at the game. She should hang uh, out with homemade shirts. She should hang out with Brittany Mahomes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And Jackson. <laughs> Um, yeah, 37 and a half is the over under, though. So we should blow that if we blow that out of the water, then I'll feel really good. Like, if we can, so that's what's that implied points then? Uh, for a one point favorite, oh, it's like 19. Thir- I guess 19 yeah. 18, essentially. If we yeah, scored like that, if we scored, if we scored 28. We're we're cooking because like with all the touchdowns that Joe and I just predicted, we scored like forty. So <laughs> I mean, dude, if, if they if they played the pace they played in the second half last week, they should score a lot of points. Why don't why do they not though? Because Eberflus tells them to play conservative and play for the punt. And yeah, but they went for that onside kick, dude, and they went for it on fourth down. Were, he had no choice when he was down by three scores. That's well, what I'm saying. Play in every game. Yeah, like, that was half. That was before halftime, though, wasn't it? It's not like no, they the had this... the onside kick was in the second half. They they got the ball. They kicked a field goal. Then they went onside kick. Well, he's. I don't think he had to do it at that point. But regardless, I think well, he's opening it up a little bit. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, I, to me, it's no coincidence that the moment he showed he has a pair of balls, that the offense started opening up a little bit. I think it's that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. But uh, so if they play at that pace, I mean, they should easily score that many points. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you thinking over or under, Chris? Oh, way over. Blowing them the fuck out. We're going to score 40 by ourselves. 40 burger. On the Manders? No problem. You think so? Get, that, get out of town. Dude, if the, if the, pro, the only problem is it's a Thursday night game. And they're always low. They're always low scoring. Yeah. So it'll probably be some fucking stupid 12-9 bullshit or whatever. But I hope not. <laughs> 12-9. Dude, what do you like, think, Joe? Dude, it was uh, ugly. Like, like these Thursday night games be... suck. Yeah, I don't know why they do, but I think it's going to be... Um, this is three days, dude. You get like three days to get ready and play again. That's fucking stupid. These Thursday night games are bad for, you know, player safety. I think it's going to be... I was close last week with the Vikings score. I think I said 28 or 29. Uh, I think it said 29, 20, 28 to 9 is what I said. Obviously, I'm close. I was close with the Vikings. They scored 29 points. He was, he was team total close is what he's saying. They scored 29 points, and, and, and I predicted 28. Game. It doesn't matter. He missed the Bears, port, the Bears portion of that score. The Bears scored a lot more than I predicted, though. Um, I think the Bears will score 26 points, and I think the Washington Racial Slurs, Red Tails, Commanders football team will score uh, 17. 26-17. No, my, my real prediction is going to be 24-13 Bears. 
Still, still goes under because of the stupid Thursday night game. But I, st- I think we could put some points up. And I think, I think the Manders are garbage. Yeah, I agree. I think the Bears are going to win <laughs> twenty-seven to seventeen. So I'm going over the total. I think a decent amount of points will be scored here. And I am doing what I did in the Texans game, and I am stamping a a lock on a Bears victory this week. In my mind. Lock it up. Lock you guys, it. you guys haven't used yours yet at all this year. Oh, 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 I, I didn't like. I didn't know that was in the contract. I, I that I just, wasn't anything I make it up that as, I signed. I for make believe. it up as I go. This is every time I make I'm a prediction, I'm locking it in. Yeah, they're all locks, bro. No, this is the lock. This the only one guys. I missed as far as win loss is the Dagum Giants game. I hate guys. We we always play so bad against the Giants. We do. So, do you want to know preseason what our predictions for last week were against the Vikings? We gave score predictions for each game. No, I didn't say we gave score predictions. Just what our win loss was. Oh, so yeah. Joe, Joe had us winning that game, and then Lucas and I had losses. Uh, we all have us winning this game uh, coming into. Man, I'm about. We're about to go on a fucking run. Uh, according to my s- schedule prediction, <laughs> we we win this game against Washington, lose next week, which I think we can actually win against New England. No, we're winning uh, against New England, and then. We play Miami and win, Detroit and win, Atlanta and win, Jets and win, and then we beat Green Bay and Chicago. That would be insane. The only one I don't agree with is uh, it flip, flip, flip the Dolphins and the Patriots. We're going to beat the Patriots, but the Dolphins are going to beat us. Only if two is back, man. I think the Jets back. will beat us, too. They look pretty good. Um, I don't think the Jets will beat us. I think that could go either way. I mean, I don't know if they'll beat us. I think it can go either way. Only because it's in New York do I think that they have an advantage. All right, Joseph, take us away. Here's to a Bears victory. Lock it in. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Oh, my gosh. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. Bear down. Chicago. Oh, my gosh. See, it's been a long day. Hold on. We're going to lose now all because of this. It's not losing, dude. I have the stamp on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Make every play clear the way to victory. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. We'll never forget the way you thrilled the nation with your T formation. Bear down, Chicago Bears. And let them know why you're wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears. Bear down. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.